If you're ready to get out of your own way to follow the seven-figure science of success, then welcome to Sell Without Selling. Tune in with renowned international speaker Stacey O'Byrne as she shows you how mastering relationships, achieving the proper mindset, and attaining the necessary motivation will catapult you away from failure and onto your journey to greatness. And now, here is your host, Stacey O'Byrne. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Sell Without Selling. I'm your host, Stacey O'Byrne, and I believe that learning the art and the science of how to sell without selling is the only way to achieve high six and seven figure success. I'm really excited to get into today's topic about creating success for 2021. And really quick, if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, or sales professional, and you haven't hit the level of success that you've wanted or needed, or if you're stuck and needing a pivot in your business and your success, or you just want more, and you understand the importance of surrounding yourself with like-minded people, inserting yourself into an environment that asks more of you than you've ever asked of yourself. If you're really serious about creating the life that you've always dreamed of, desired, and deserved, if you're tired of not having the results that you want or need, and you're ready to make a difference in your life and your bank account, if all of this sounds like something for you, then head over to pivotpointadvantage.com slash I want success. That's pivotpointadvantage.com slash I want success. There's a quick application there that will lead to a personal phone call with me to see how we can make shift happen in your life. Okay, creating success for 2021. We are rolling in to the last few days of 2020. And for me, there are very specific things that I like to do to create the immense amount of success that I dream of, that I desire, and I know I deserve. And for me, it becomes very methodical. So you've heard in previous episodes how I talk about gratitude and appreciation and creating a foundation and a platform of success by planning and gaining my learnings from the year. So part of today's episode is reflection. Absolutely. And part of today's episode is projection and speculation and planning. And then part of it is just downright business sense. So let's get into it. I'm going to cram as many tips in here as I can so that you can have the most stablest, strongest platform to catapult off into the new year to hit the ground running strong. First and foremost, and I've touched on this in a previous episode, I invite you to go back and listen to appreciation and gratitude for success. You want to take time for reflection. You really want to analyze this past year, get clarity on what worked and what didn't work, get an understanding of what it is that you did, what it is that you didn't do, what happened in your environment, what could you control, what couldn't you control, what did you react to, what did you respond to, what shut you down. What juiced you up and got you motivated and drove you forward? 2020 was definitely a year for the books. 
2020, as I have said many times, gave us clarity, gave us vision, exposed to us things that worked and things that didn't work. It gave us an immense amount of opportunity to shift, to pivot, and to adapt and adjust, to find new ways to do old things, and to find what old things don't work in environments that aren't face-to-face. So I invite you to take the time to reflect, to analyze, grab all the lessons and the learnings that 2020 has presented to you so that you can turn around and use that for a platform to stand on for stability. Because look, we don't really know what 2021 is going to bring. We do know that everything it brings is everything we choose to create or not. Doesn't matter what's happening externally. What matters is what we do. So the next tip, the next piece of advice that I like to do is I really do a SWOT analysis. I conduct an evaluation and inventory on my strengths, my weaknesses, my opportunities, and my threats. That's what SWOT stands for, for those of you who have never really dug into deep business work. So when you conduct a SWOT SWOT analysis, I like to do this from a multitude of perspectives. I like to do this for myself personally within my business, my strengths, my weaknesses, my opportunities, my threats. I also like to do this of my staff and of the contractors that I do hire to support my company. I also like to do this for my business, my business as its own entity. What are its strengths? What are its weaknesses? What are its opportunities? And what are its threats? And then after I do that, I like to really take stock of the market, of my competitors, of industry trends, of the environment, of the economy, what I'm seeing working, what isn't working. See, a lot can change very quickly in a very short period of time. We've learned that. We've seen this. We've experienced this. So the more we understand our industry, the more we understand our competitors, their their perceived strengths, their perceived weaknesses, the better we understand what's going on in our industry. We can adapt, adjust, pivot, and shift on a dime. Some of this is speculation. Some of this is projection. Some of this is just analyzation. So reality is the more you become aware of what is going on around you, the more you can successfully plan. So the other thing I like to do is I like to, once I've done my SWAT, once I've taken stock on, on the industry and the competitors and the marketplace, I really like to look for room for improvement. I like to see what my weaknesses were. I like to see what my opportunities are and the threats. And I like to put together a development plan. So for me, I like to start researching what's out there that I can better improve myself, develop myself, get better at. And remember my rule of thumb, 30% of what I've made this year, I'm going to reinvest in myself next year. 
I know the math now. I mean, you just heard me say, we are a couple days away from the year ending. I pretty much know what I'm closing the year at, give or take a few thousand dollars. So reality is I figure out what 30% is, and now I know what I get to invest in myself in this upcoming year. And now I can start making decisions. How much of it do I want to put into hiring a coach? How much of it do I want to put into learning different things that will help me personally and professionally, skill sets, mindsets, uh, health practices, whatever it, that 30% goes back into me. So I look for ways that I can improve. I look for ways that I can become a better salesperson, a better business owner, a better mentor, a better coach, a better leader, a better manager, a better human, a better parent, a better spouse, a better person, better health wise. I keep looking to improve. I strive for excellence. And the only way I can do that is to ask the most of myself every day and show up the best way as possible. So the next thing that I like to do is I like to schedule a planning meeting with my team. See, you've heard me say in multiple episodes that in December, December is a planning month for me. I sit here and I put together all the puzzle pieces. And as I put together all the puzzle pieces, I'm working out my year before it ever starts. Now, in order to implement that, some of it is my responsibility and some of it gets delegated. And the only way I can get delegated is to get a team buy-in, a team understanding, so that the team can share in my plans, share in my vision. The team can then buy into it and help participate in moving us to the next level. So the way I do that is I have a planning meeting at the beginning of the year where we all get together and we lay out what the vision is, we lay out what the plan is, and then we brainstorm, we mastermind, we discuss how to make it happen so that everyone has a clear understanding of what it is they're going to do, how it is they're going to do it, and when it is they're going to do it so that shift happens in a big way in the business. So that then allows us to set benchmarks for each individual, as well as each month, each week, as well as each area of what the plans and the goals are, and who's going to achieve them, we can then set benchmarks to help us with expectations management. Because the most horrible thing is to assume communication happens and to have expectations that aren't understood. And if they're not understood, they can't be met. And if they can't be met, then people end up getting disappointed. So by doing all of this, we clarify things, we get buy-in, we get participation, we get clarity on implementation, we set benchmarks, which set expectations, and it just becomes this magic. Because then that, that allows us to prioritize things, uh, delegate responsibilities, make to-do lists, get clear on 
potential obstacles because of the SWOT analysis that, that we discussed. I mean, this all goes hand in hand and becomes really easy to create the year that you've always dreamed of, desired, and deserved. One of the other things that that I like to do is I like to make sure once I have the clarity of the vision, once I have the plan, once the team buys into it and everyone starts accepting responsibility, starts discussing how we're going to do it and and planning on the implementation of how to do it, I like to identify how we can organize ourselves to make it happen easy and effortless. Because some of the things that I'm clear on is sometimes people make success really hard and it really doesn't need to be. Success is easy. It's just you see it, you plan it, you implement it, and you adapt and adjust as you go. Something that I've neglected to talk about in previous episodes that is just as important to me as planning the success of the business, and that is making sure that I treat my personal time, my family time, my vacations, as big rocks in my schedule, the non-negotiables that need to be planned, need to be scheduled, and need to happen. And I use that word need very, very seldom. And for me, it's important for my family's health, it's important for my mental health to schedule my vacation, my recharging time, just as diligently as I schedule my trainings and my speaking engagements and my coaching commitments. So before I ever step into the platform to dive off into the year, my big rock of vacations is plugged in and becomes non-negotiable. For me, I like to schedule recharging time daily. And I do it in two rather mediocre chunks. And then I do it frequently throughout the day. So I allow myself 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes at the end of the day to get grounded, to meditate, to reflect, to watch my day play out in the morning and watch my day play out as it was planned in the evening to completion. Throughout the day, I set a timer that forces me within 60 to 90 minutes to get up and go for a 10 to 15 minute walk. This recharges me. This keeps me from sitting for eight or 10 or 12 hours a day. This keeps me moving. This keeps me going. This also gives me time to move and think and clear my head. See, when I walk, I think the best because I'm away from being in it and I get to really step back, move oxygen through my blood cells and really think while I'm walking. You know, just as important as it is to schedule our our success, it's just as important to do things within a set budget. So you heard me talk about allocating 30% of your gross revenue back into yourself for development. It's just as important to understand how much money you're going to allocate for 
I'll call it payroll. It can be contracted services. It can be hiring physical employees or subcontractors. It's also just important to have a budget for overhead. It's also important to have a budget for marketing. The rule of thumb for me is between eight and 13% of my gross revenue goes into marketing, 30% goes into my development. I allow between 22 to 26% to go towards payroll. And then, you know, I've got my foundational costs like the rent of our training center, utilities, stuff like that. However, if you don't budget it, you don't know. If you are showing up in your business and spraying and praying, you're just reacting to the needs of the day to day. If you physically plan it like a business, budget it like a business, run it like a business, success is inevitable. Success happens effortlessly and easily. One of the last things I want to talk about, and it's something that has really made an impact on me, and that is remembering the people that helped this year be what it is. Remembering who was there for you, thanking the people who supported you. This can be personally, this can be professionally, this can be in your house, this can be in your networking events. See, being a solopreneur, being an entrepreneur is hard. I can tell you success is incapable of happening when we're alone. It's really important to acknowledge those who have gotten you to where you are so far, because these same people can take you further. And you'd be surprised at how much a thank you can go. Reality is a thank you can carry you, your business and your relationships a long, long way. Reflect on who supported you, who appreciated you, who was there for you in this year of major, major impactful shift. Like I said, 2020 is definitely a year for history. And make sure that you acknowledge every relationship that was there for you. Those are my tips. That's how I exit 2020 and build a solid platform for 2021. Please know that I appreciate all you are and who you are. I thank you so much for supporting Sell Without Selling podcast and interacting with me and communicating with me and being there in our Facebook community and communicating with us on Instagram. I want you to know that your success is important to me. And it's also important to me to make these episodes valuable to you. And I'd love for you to do a few things for me right now. First, I'd love for you to hop over to Instagram. If you haven't done so yet, follow us at Pivot Point Advantage. Second, if you haven't done so yet, jump on the Facebook, join our Sell Without Selling community. So both these platforms, if you're following us at Pivot Point Advantage, and if you're if you haven't yet, and you're going to belong to the Sell Without Selling community on Facebook, we have an immense amount of interaction. And I can promise you our plan to interface with you more intimately for 2021 is already in our schedule because we truly do take your success seriously.
And last and definitely not least, I'd love to chat with you and get feedback on the episodes and find out any topics that you're interested in to help make this more powerful and helpful to you achieving the success that you've always dreamed of, desired, and know you deserve. Head over to our website, pivotpointadvantage.com slash talk to Stacy. That's pivotpointadvantage.com slash talk to Stacy. Let's get a 15 minute call on the schedule and see what kind of shift we can make happen in your life really quick. Always remember this choice is a powerful thing and suffering is always optional. Get out of your way so that you can get on your way so you can finally have your way. Thanks so much for listening, and I look forward to talking with you soon. Whether it's mastering your mindset, communication, or success, we have more ways to keep you on your journey to greatness. Be sure to visit us at pivotpointadvantage.com for exclusive online training programs, success-specific courses, and more ways to connect to Stacy directly to help you achieve the financial success you've always desired, dreamed, and deserved. That's all available on pivotpointadvantage.com.